0: Hey, hey, homebodies, what's happening? It's your girl, Rachel Presser, the Toad Lady, coming at you live from my Corona bunker here in the Bronx. And before we get started, here's a word from our sponsor. Check out House Naturals, the all-natural vegan cleaning solution. They got everything from all-purpose cleaners to stainless steel, even granite. It's all plant-based and cruelty-free. Go check it out at housenaturals.com. Or go check it out on Amazon or whatever, uh, whatever other evil mega lips that you shop at by now. And now back to the show. So today I'm going to be talking about cooking at home under quarantine. Now, well when I initially published this, this was when our grim reality was just beginning to set in. So it's been a couple months now, you know, since we yeah had to start adjusting to lockdown. We've mostly adjusted to it. But depending on where you live, you know, depending on what's been happening in your life, there still may just be some things you've actually never really adjusted to or just, or just plain didn't fucking want to, because that's, that's life. So, one of the things that definitely, that definitely sucked when quarantine was just sitting in was cooking at home a lot more. because um, it's like, once again, depending on where you live, some restaurants are just plain closed or sadly them have permanently shuttered and yeah because i know that not everyone lives in like the restaurant capital of the world like i do even though i'm in a pretty quiet corner of the bronx i don't have like 800 things at my fingertips like you would in manhattan but i still have a pretty big selection up here um but for a while though it was actually kind of touch and go there were only maybe like 15 or 20 restaurants on Grubhub which I know depending on your frame of reference that sounds like a lot but there was at least like a, like 150 170 before all this um but now it's like th- now I think there's like even more than there was before anyway um yeah so adjusting to cooking at home was definitely a miserable adjustment for me to make you know for a lot of reasons but one of the one of them just being that I hadn't realized, showed you know, just like how much of um, the landscape you know, just really is, you know, in the city. Like eating out a lot is just a very big part of our culture here in New York. It, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, it doesn't mean that you're going out to like a you know to like a fancy place like for every freaking meal, but you know, it's still like how much food that like we don't make at home. It really just becomes apparent to you, um, especially in these times, you know, whether like you know, just think about it. Like when you're going to work or like you have you know, in my or in my case when you don't work a traditional office job but you still have places to go in the morning, like you wanna meet that friend for coffee while they actually have an hour free, you know, waiting to go get their car from the shop or something and yeah, you're going to, like, go to Starbucks or go to, like, that sandwich shop, you know, by the mechanic. Or, um, yeah, when you're going to a traditional job, like, how many people, you know, yeah, like, get their breakfast, you know, to go eat on the train or at the office instead of bothering to make it at home if you're just, like, too busy or you've slept in <laughs> to, go for, to go for lunch. Like, if, you know, some, depending on what ki- what type of job you have, you know, what, how your workplace is. I mean, me like when I still had like a straight a straight job, I I really didn't want to be around these people more than I had to. So you bet your ass, I got up and left and got a little bit of respite from them. And then sometimes I would stay you know, in the city, you know, for dinner. Um, you know, if, I, if I, I was gonna meet with a friend who also worked in the city, or I just wanted to wait until rush hour died down, and so I may as well stay in the city and go eat something you know and so you just don't think about it you know until it's suddenly taken away and so one of the things that i really wanted to impart in that article i wrote is um especially for a singletons who don't have kids is that you don't have to cook in bulk if you don't want to um because that's something i always saw like you'll know, be like advised to people like since i was in high school like i always heard from like My home ec teacher or from, like, you know, other kids' parents that, like, oh, yeah, like, cook this, like, fucking doomsday amount of lasagna so you can have lasagna all week long. And, like, I don't know if it's just my particular mental health issues or what or just just the fact that, I don't know, having lasagna all week just sounds miserable. I, I don't know. Like, I never liked the idea. Even if it's, like, the best- food item, you know that you can think of that, like, oh, this is, like, the best pizza with, like, some super, like, rare cheese you can only get, like, at the yuppie grocery store, and tomato sauce that, like, that would've made, like, Gordon Ramsay furiously fap to it. Like, no! Even if, like, that was in the damn fridge, if that's all I have to eat for a week, I will get bored of that shit, like, in two days and just not want to touch it. Okay, so then you go pack it up for the freezer so it doesn't go bad. Then you seriously have under have like overestimated my um enthusiasm for wanting to eat like pizza that's been fucking frozen. Like that's what I see all the time, like when people say, Oh, to make, you know, all this bread. Like we I did more pieces about bread making in quarantine. Um no, you got you gotta have bread while it's fresh. You gotta have it like When it's fresh out of the oven and you freaking, like, descend upon that, like, the way that a private equity vulture does with an empty storefront in the city. Like, come on, you gotta enjoy that when it's hot out of the oven. Like, I I can understand, like, freezing if you're just gonna toast it or, like, make French toast with it, but no, enjoy that while it's fresh. Fuck filling the freezer with, like, all these homemade versions of things that are just gonna sit there and then not even be that good when you go to reheat them um yes that was definitely i think like one piece of bad advice that a lot of um solo households tend to get and just like what makes what can make cooking like even more unenjoyable and just feel like such an irksome chore um the other big thing is not even having like you know the proper tools for Freezing stuff Because a lot of, like, those regular containers, you know, that you see, um, at home goods stores or, like, I bought, I bought a lot of, like, Sistema containers at my local Marshalls before everything went, went, uh, haywire. Because those aren't really good containers. I've, I think they're pretty high quality and sturdy, but they do not freeze. Like, I've had to, like, throw out Sistema containers that, where I f- kind of forgot about that, and then suddenly... My overcrowded freezer would just get totally full, and then those shits would fall on the floor, and, you know, that shatter like it was a freaking like, Lennox vase, and then, yeah, that really sucked. So, even though Sistemas are great for, like, virtually anything you put, like, in the fridge or on a shelf, they turn to glass when you freeze them. So, you really need to have, like, freezer-safe containers, which... Once again, that sucks if you just don't have a lot of money to go buy them right now. Um, gee, that $1,200 stimulus we got once. yeah, Gee, that went so far. Oh yeah, like people are really going to be buying your non-essentials with it now. Um, yeah, so if you just don't have like, freezer-safe containers, you can be kind of screwed. Um, and then there's only like so much you can put in those, you know, those disposable freezer bags, um, but yeah, so it's a matter of also, like, being able, like, to store things, you know, correctly, if, uh, if you really don't think you're gonna, like, eat extras of something after, like, the second day or so, um, but yeah, not cooking in bulk was just, I think, one of the most liberating things, you no, know? because even, even in a damn global crisis, I'm like, no, I am not slaving over this any longer, then I frickin' have to. Um, but yeah. Although it does help to have some things handy in the freezer, like, personally, I like making smoothies a lot, so I would totally, like, add a shit ton of extra fruit and vegetables, like, you know, to my Instacart orders or pick more up at the store, um, just so I could always have it on hand to make smoothies. So, Yeah, there are some things you can do well in bulk with. But so, yeah, make a list of it because you don't have to be shamed, you know, if you don't want to do this, because that's the thing. People just love to shame too much. They're like, oh, no, this is like how you should do things. No, you know what I'm going to tell you? Do what you know works for your household, your dietary needs, um, your mental health needs, um, whatever works for you. And if cooking bulk doesn't work, you gonna have to fucking do it. So yeah, even though we may be, you know, shopping at the store a lot less, like, I know we're all pining, you know, to get back to being like, oh, hey, I need to get, like, you know, Parmesan cheese, you know, to make this sauce. But now it's like, oh, shit, I'm not going to be going to the store or placing an Instacart order until next week. So, which, let's trust, that's a wonderful first world problem to have. At least you're not... Hacking up a lung and dying here. Um, with everything we got going on, so yeah, I know we're all dying to go back to that, but until we do, yeah, you make do it with what you got on hand, um, especially if you don't have a lot of restaurants you know to order from, and don't let people shame you just because you're not gonna you know do what they're doing. Some people really love cooking, for others it's it's a fucking thankless chore. We don't want to do it. And and so, yeah, show your appreciation and value for the labor that, you know, chefs and line cooks put in. I appreciate them, like, 10,000 times more than I already did, you know, after all of this. And now, if you'll excuse me, it's about time to wrap up this episode so I can actually, what do you know? Order a damn pizza, because... I was actually just talking about pizza a few minutes ago, but damn it, I have to stop recording around Tigger time. This isn't good. <laughs> so, yeah. If you want to see more of my cooking and food-related rants, um, go check out more of my work at homestratosphere.com. Give us a follow on Twitter, at Homestratos, and I will catch you again next time.